record. Recording in progress. It's two, one. Welcome everybody in the box with Thomas and Walt on this wonderful Monday evening here in uh in December. About a week There's before it. Christmas. And uh yeah, you know, I you got your Christmas shopping done? Um no. No. But <laughs> Everybody pretty much Amazon is your friend, bud. But there's that. So basically what's gonna happen, I'm I'm to a point where all I really need to do is I need to get to Kroger's and buy all the third party gift cards. Go gift card crazy. And um I I don't get my friends anything, but I get their kids something. So I just basically need to find something that I'd want to play with if I was like (laughs) two or four or six and throw it in the cart. And that that'll be that basically is where I'm at with the Christmas shopping. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing, nothing tough left. Yeah. I have, I, so because, you know, my, my, my scouting team, you know, scout, scout, scouting is very important, you know, in life and in hockey, you know, in hockey, it's scouting is important. My scouts just let me down. Oh no. Uh, my scouts let me down because um, I get, I, I get, I get to, to do Christmas. Okay. And then a, a week later on New Year's Eve, it's my oldest son. It's his birthday. Okay. Then a week after that, it's my better half's birthday. Oh boy! <laughs> so my scout team just let me down, man. Man, that is a <laughs> brutal stretch of of birthdays and well wishes. So, and- so I gotta, so I gotta buy Christmas and birthday presents because, um, saying this is both of your Christmas and birthday present does not fly. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe that. I would believe that that's a tough, that's a tough pill, tough, tough thing to sell there. Which, which I get. Which I'm like, yeah, I, I get it. Like, uh, cause that would kind of suck. Just be like, Oh yeah, it, it, this is your Christmas the birthday present. Here's your one thing. Like, uh, that would no, you, absolutely. Because I I'm very, I have a July birthday and I love the July birthday. Mm. Get the midway. I used to get the midway point presents. And then, you know, I was never six months away from being, uh, getting a bunch of presents and that was really cool. Right, there you go. Yeah. I was a big fan of the July birthday. So or the July birthday I have, I should say yeah. it's not changing. It's going to stay in July. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, <laughs> they don't rotate, they don't move around a lot. So yeah, I mean, so you, you can, you can change your name, but your birthday pretty much stays the same, I guess. That's going to stay put. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, I mean, well, Christmas time. So that means world junior time, baby. It's, World Junior Tournament, it's my personal favorite. Uh, just adds to my, my just a wonderful time of the year. Um, yeah, this year, the tournament, as well as, as every year, it's going to get going the day after Christmas, uh, December 26th. Um, the first game being Finland versus Germany, USA, Slovakia. Uh, they're the late game, Canada, Czech Republic, and, and Russia and Sweden. Now, this year... Canada, U.S. They will not meet in preliminary round because they are and they're not in the same group this year. So you know what determines group groupings? Um, no. Okay. No. Good talk. I they just sit in a room. Throw darts at a board. <laughs> sit in a room. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> I mean, that's what I you know. No, oh, it's I listen. <laughs> that that feels like that? the most basic and logical way to put that. You know? I'm all for it. Um, so the groups break down group a Finland, Czech Republic, Canada, Germany, and Austria group B Russia, us, the defendant champion, United States, Sweden, Slovakia, and Switzerland. So those are your group stages. Um, 
now now the the big match now the the big matches uh US will take on Sweden December 29th and US will take on Russia on New Year's Eve at 9:30. I will be recording that game because I will not be watching it because my attention will be focused on two other things. <laughs> Working and oh, I was about to say what, <laughs> and, 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 and and a little football game that's gonna. Be oh man, I was literally thinking. All right, New Year's Eve, yeah, ball drop. I'm sure you'll be working. That's got to be the two things he's talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. I told you I'm a little slow on this Monday. A little off today. A little football game is gonna be happening. Um, yeah, I know. With uh, with the University of Michigan. Uh, now. Team USA, they open up their camp today. Today was their first day of the camp. It's going to go until uh, Wednesday, and then they will make their decisions, and they should announce a roster, finalized roster, either Thursday or Friday. Uh, Team Canada announced their roster today, headlined by Connor Bedard. He is only joins elite company as being, what, the one? I know this. I know this, actually. He's he's the first 16 year old since Connor McDavid to make the roster. Yep, and the seventh to ever do it. Uh, you had to one up me. Yeah. Well, 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 and so here, here's the elite company Connor Bedard is in as 16 year olds to play in the World Juniors. Is this, I'm sorry. Are these just Can I guess I could have let you run the list, but is this just Canadians yeah. or all? Okay, it's Canadians. Yeah. Um, Con, as you mentioned, Connor McDavid, uh, some dude named Sidney Crosby. He was good. Uh, some guy named Jay Bo Meester. He was pretty good. Jason Spezza. Yeah, still playing. Yeah. Eric Lindros. <laughs> okay. And then some guy, um, I can't, I don't, I'm going to butcher his name. Um, Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, yeah, it's close enough. Yeah. Um, yeah Wayne yeah, Gretzky. Yeah, it's. <laughs> that's pretty good company. Yeah, yeah. When you're, some... Here's the thing. When you're, if. If you're mentioned in in the same name as Wayne Gretzky, Connor McDavid, Sidney Crosby, just those three guys alone, yeah. taking nothing away from Spets of Bo Meeser and Lindros. If, if you're you're in the same conversation as those three guys, you're doing something right. Yeah, because I mean, I <laughs> Jason Spets I mean, because he's on the downside of his career. I think most people think, oh well, he's not as good at you know. He doesn't belong in that group. But Jason Spets had a couple of hundred point seasons. I mean, Jason, Spezza, yeah is a hell of a hockey player. And there, there were, there were times in the playoffs that he was actually the best Maple Leaf out there. Oh yeah. So Jason Spetz is a hell of a hockey player. Uh, that's, that is some pretty good stuff. So what that's, that's exactly why you keep saying that got teams want to be really bad for 2023. Yeah. Is what I'm hearing. Okay. Yep. Yeah. 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 An- another guy. Yeah. Another Connor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Must be something in the name, man. So, so c- could you imagine if like, like what, what if something crazy happened to where the Edmonton Oilers got the, won the draft lottery next year? I, <laughs> kick Connor Bedard. Well, I was gonna, you know, I was going to say something stupid, like, well, they, they can. And that, I mean, honestly, they'd have to lose both of them, but I, I mean, in theory with bad goaltending, they can both play still 70 games and not make the playoffs. I mean, yeah. if they get two running, I mean, they've, there's been a year where they both played the, I mean, there was neither were out for a long period of time yet. The team didn't, they didn't make the playoffs right within the last, there's been a, a time. Yeah. I mean, well, the, they made the playoffs last year and they made the playoffs in a bubble year. 
Right. They missed the, the previous two years before the bubble. And, and, you know, so they younger, but they were both still very, I mean, they're both, they were, they, they, were, they were head and shoulders, the best players on, on, on the team for sure. So, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, I, I'm actually not rooting for that because, you know, Ken Holland, I'd like to see that team have success. Well, yeah. Um, just to kind of, I mean, you're, he's already a Hall of Famer, so I don't think it really matters. <laughs> um, there's n- there's not a higher level of of uh, approval he can get, but still, I'd I'd really like to see. Um, I, I I don't I don't mind saying that I, I'd like to see the Oilers do well. Yeah. Um, other notable players who are going to be in Team Canada's roster: uh, Detroit Red Wings' uh, first round draft pick from last year. The, the huge eight foot seven goalie <laughs> Sebastian Casa, um, he he's he's the favorite to be the starter for Team Canada, and that going into the tournament this year, that would be really cool. Obviously, um, Cole Perfetti makes the team again. Uh, Michigan Michigan players Kent Johnson and Owen Power also on the team. Windows. Like I feel like Cole Perfetti has been like I've heard the name for five years, and I and I know I maybe I mean maybe I have, and I just I'm underestimating. But shouldn't he be playing in Winnipeg soon? Well, well, like, yeah, be a well, everyday he, staple. Well, I mean, well, he was the, that 2020 draft, God, sorry, 2019 draft class, 2019 draft class. Okay, because he was because a lot of people because a lot of people thought the uh, the wings would take him. Yeah, I do remember that. And then they took, and then Steve Eisenman was an idiot and took some some loser defenseman never no one ever heard of, who's only yeah, one of the month and is a favorite for the Calder right now. <laughs> yeah, try, uh, <laughs> in Eisenman we trust, right? Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe he picked them. No one never heard. Of, oh, he's good. Okay, yeah, never okay, mind. right. As you were, as you were, complete and utter trust and faith. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, Perfetti, he's still there in Winnipeg. They're 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 gonna take they're taking their time with him right now in Winnipeg because there's no there's no rush to bring him up right now. But I, I would assume I I would assume that um after I would I would assume like the second half of the year we'll see Cole Perfetti like called up with Winnipeg. And actually, you were right. The, you were right the first time. It was it was 2020, and that was when we took him. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, you know. really recent. Yeah, so he's still young. I mean, you know, he's a young guy. It it goes to show, <laughs> I'm still very much getting used to these crazy old world juniors and youngsters. <laughs> if I've heard of them, I feel like they've got to be around forever. When it just wasn't the case here. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, it's you know, it's one of, when the the Wings game a couple weeks ago against the Kraken when it was Nick Letty's 800th career game. I'm like, that's not right. Yeah. I remember you saying that. That's been in an AHL long enough to play 800 games. Like you like oh, maybe four. What what did you forget? You, did you forget his Blackhawk days? Is that what it was? No, I didn't forget his Blackhawk days. It just, it just felt like I, I was just watching him play at university of Minnesota like three years ago. <laughs> I, uh, I hate to, I hate to tell you, but we're getting old and time flies when you get old. Yeah, I know. And like, yeah, it's, you know, you got Jerome McKinley's kid just got drafted in the, in the WHL draft. It's like your kid, Jerome McKinley should not have a kid eligible to play junior hockey right now. Yeah, I mean, it's, dude, there's all the juniors in, in football and bat. I mean, that's just, it's crazy. The, the people we watch growing up are now playing. It's just their kids are yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah their just, kids are playing. Yeah, and their kids are good. Yes. <laughs> Shockingly, right? Their kids are very good. It's just, it blows my mind sometimes. 
Yeah. So, but yeah, so looking, I'm looking forward to a, to a great tournament. Um, other, other rosters will be announced again later this week, along with Sweden and Russia, Canada, are usually always the first ones to get the rosters out there. Um, one player team Sweden would love to have, but there's no chance in hell they're getting them is Lucas Raymond, who basically was team Sweden last year. What is it? Is it, is it 19 and under or 21? It's, it's under, it's under 20. Under 20. Okay. Yeah. Like as long as I think you, you can still technically be 20. Like if you turn 20 in like November or December. Yeah. There's like a day and like, it's like yeah. cut off date. Gotcha. But yeah. I mean, Lucas Raymond's only 19 and you know, la, la, in last year's tournament for Sweden, it's, it felt like every single goal Sweden scored Lucas Raymond either scored it or got an assist on it. Well, it's not nothing different now as a Red Wing. It feels like every goal he had the Red Wing score. He's got a goal or an assist on it. Yeah. Yeah. Counting for like 60% of the scoring. Maybe it's not that high, but you know, it, but it feels that high. It feels that high. It feels that high. Um, um I, just, I was just going to say, I also noticed uh, Mason McTavish is on the team and I yes. just bring that up because he's, he's actually played some games with, with Anaheim this year. Yep. I think the, yeah. The, the ducks, they sent him down before he hit the 10 game mark where he couldn't, where they wouldn't be able to send him back to uh junior. Okay. Which is still just such a stupid fucking rule. Yeah. I always forget the 10 game rule. I, I, I hate that rule. I hate the fact that, that, you know, in, unless you get special exception, um, junior players can't go play in the minors. They have to stick with their junior team. And what do you wait? No, they're, like they're, certain players will, are exempt from that rule, but like for the most part, um, and especially Canadian players, if you if you're under if you're under twenty, okay, it's under it's under yeah. twenty. Okay, yeah, if you're under twenty, you you go you go to your you go back to your junior team. You can't go play in the in the AHL. Well, so. Looking over the roster, Donovan Sabrongo is in his team. His listed team is Grand Rapids as a Detroit Red Wing draft pick. Yeah. Does, does that mean that he's likely over 20 because he's in Grand Rapids? Um, possibly. And, and unless he got an exception, I know there, there, there is, you do, there is an exception where, where you, where you kind of work around it, where players don't have to, go, some players don't have to go back. Okay. Gotcha. Interesting. I, I don't, I'm sure I knew that, but I also don't remember knowing that. Yeah. So interesting. I don't, yeah. But you know, whatever. So world juniors, make sure you watch it. All the games, NHL network, if you got it. Um, I, I'm not being paid for any of this, by the way. So, <laughs> but you're just that excited and you want this tournament to take off and be a popular tournament. And I think, I feel like it, by talking to you every year while well, talking to you every week, but even more so every year, I hear about it more and more. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get it. It's, you know, yeah. I, come on. I, I used to have to like pirate, like pirate a, a Wi-Fi signal and stuff just to try to watch games, man. <laughs> you know, not, and now, now they're just all on, you know? Yeah. Should you really admit to that? No, you're fine. You're fine. Everything's fine. Statute of limitations. I'm sure. Okay. Perfect. Good call. Good call. So, um, so pivoting a little bit, um, so I, I'm sure it's, it's things happen with everyone, right? Like weird things happen. Like, so if like, say, you know, you, you, you get a bill in the mail and you kind of like, Oh, I'm going to pay this. You just kind of set it down like your phone bill. Right. And you it slips your mind, 
you sure. just because you're we're all human. We make mistakes. We forget things. Yep, you know? absolutely. Yeah. Slips your mind. You're right. And then like you know, the phone company they'll give you a call or send you a text message and be like, hey, pay your bill. Like, oh, and then you go, oh, you're right. I didn't pay that. Let me take care of this right now. Right. Or or do you say, eh, and just go on about your life. Well, wait, what do I do or what do the Arizona Coyotes do? <laughs> well, I think we know what the Arizona Coyotes do. You know, they just say, eh, we'll deal with it later. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Katie Strang from the Athletic came out with an article last week um, detailing how the Arizona Coyotes were, are well, as far as I know, still are in danger of being locked out of their building. Yeah. For unpaid um, bills. They owe $1.3 million to the city of Glendale, to the arena, to vendors. I mean, to, to, to the parking lot guy named Gus. (laughs) (laughs) Gus, that's an interesting choice, but yes, they would owe Gus as well. They they owe everybody money. I don't, they, they owe money to a lot of people. Um, and the, the, the reasoning given by the coyotes was human error. I, I feel like, oh, I mean, okay, sure. Human error, but I think it's more like human not caring. Well, you're not very trusting buddy. Why would you not believe them if they tell you that it was human error? Well, well I- it seems they, really they have a history of not paying people. Nah, because, no. uh, you know, K- Katie Strain, you know, she detailed in her article, which is a very good article, by the way. Uh, check it out on the, on the Athletic if you can. Um, she detailed how they have a history. Now, this ownership group, they've only owned the Coyotes for two years. <laughs> not and, a very long history. And it's been battles getting with them getting paid. Yeah. With, well, with them paying other people, they haven't had issues getting paid. <laughs> you know and and it's i mean at some point just close up shop you you got to move that team i mean well because here's the thing even even without this they don't have an arena to play in next year right they don't because the the glendale said they're not they weren't going to renew their lease Anyway, and I'm starting to feel like it's because they weren't getting paid rent on time. That's so. probably a fair thought, right? It, I feel like this does light a little bit of a, a, a shine, a little bit of a light on the issue. That's for sure. Because when that came out that they weren't going to renew the lease with the Coyotes, that, that struck me as strange. But now, like, oh, you can't, you you weren't, you weren't, you weren't getting paid. Yeah, I don't we, blame we, you. we don't need another team. Can we just sit at 32 for a while? It's really weird that we we were going to expand again. I because there already were preliminary talks with Quebec City, and I hope what that really should be is it should be talks to move Arizona to Quebec City. I see. I I believe so. I don't for whatever reason. Gary Bettman has really hitched his wagon to this to the to the Coyotes, and yeah, I mean he defends. I mean if if only if only Gary Bettman took the same approach to everything that went on with the Cow Beach situation in Chicago, as thoroughly and just aggressive as he has with with protecting Arizona Coyotes, man, how much better would that look? (laughs) It's I and I don't get it. It's it's you, you tried it. It's failing miserably. Yeah. And 
I mean, they, they, they are the, they are the, the most worst, most worthless franchise in NHL. Yeah. At worth just at 400, at $400 million. You know, they, they, they bought the team for a little over $300 million two years ago. So, I mean, I guess, yeah, sure. Got a little bit of a profit there, but I mean, I guess it's easy to get a profit when you don't pay, when you don't pay people money, you owe them. Yeah. That's probably a good take by you. Um, the math on that probably checks out. Yeah. I don't, I, does he point at Austin Matthews and say, this is why we have to keep a team in, in Arizona. That's, I mean, I, I guess. Hey, look I mean, at they're, they're they're consistently last in attendance. No one watches their games. Yeah. No one's going to their games. Well, visitors. <laughs> I mean, the Wings sell that out every time. I mean, the one yeah. game a year they're out there. It's like an extra home game for the Red Wings. I mean, and it's you know, it's it's not like and it, they're in Glendale. There's nothing to do near the arena. <laughs> and you know, it's it's not like. And it's it's not like it's it's a hotspot vacation destination like Vegas is. Like well, Vegas, even even if Vegas would have started out like kind of middle a middling struggling team, like we've seen in the past with expansion teams, right. they would still have sellouts because you know how many how many guys how many groups of people are going to be sitting around going, oh hey look, um, oh the, the our Oilers are are playing in Vegas on this weekend in, in November. Let's let's go down, guys. Trip. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> you know, hundred percent right. Or or just you just have people just in Vegas, and it's like, oh, there's a let's go to a hockey game. We go to a hockey game. Yeah, we'll do that. Right. Something different. Hundred no, percent. You don't you don't have that in 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 Arizona. And I and again, this is just an another year where <laughs> you know it's not working. No. You know it's and. You know, they he Gary Batman fought hard to try to keep the, the Jets in Atlanta when they were the Thrashers. The only reason that that the Thrashers sold and moved to Winnipeg is because the owner of the thra- owners of the Thrashers told the NHL, We're done, we're not doing anything anymore. Approve the sell or don't, we're done, we're not, we're not feeling the team anymore. And the NHL's hand was forced. And Winnipeg was ready because they had an arena ready to go and they had owner that ownership group ready to swoop in and buy the team. You have an ownership. I mean, you you've had numerous ownership groups try try to buy the, the coyotes in the last 15 years where Gary Bettman has stepped in and said no because they were going to move the team and he wants to keep the team in Arizona. And at this point, like, no, like what are you what well, are you doing? I mean, the likely the likely destinations I I would love Quebec. I don't think it's going to happen. I it, it'll be Houston. If they move, it'll be Houston or Kansas City. But most the, likely Houston. The um, there I think there's just something with with owners or or commissioners not wanting that because I mean the Tampa Bay Rays have no business still being in Tampa Bay for baseball. That they should have been gone. I mean they've had. Teams go to the World Series, yet they average under ten thousand. Yeah, yeah. Um, part of it is their building is an old dump, and that's okay, fair. Um, and it's not the greatest part of town, right? Right. It's well, it's isn't it? It's kind of like the the Glendale situation where they're called Tampa Bay, but aren't they quite a bit? Uh, I believe they're forty five minutes outside of Tampa Bay. Yeah, they're in like St. Pete. 
Yes, thank you. I could not yeah. think of the city. Um, and it's, but I don't know. Maybe that that argument's good. It's blown up because how many times have the Vegas Raiders been the Oakland Raiders and the Los Angeles Raiders in our lifetime? Right. So it's just it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense in why they're they're continually trying to force this to work because you know it, it's kind of you know just to kind of because we're talking this out here a little bit. And while I think about it, yeah, if, if the NFL can get away with doing something, then your league can, because the NFL just prints money. And if they haven't lost any popularity, then you're going to be fine. So that should be the, the the kind of clue that, I mean, especially going into a Canadian fan base where you know they're going to get, they're going to sell out their building every night. It, oh, yeah. it really doesn't make sense when you have a, a, a ready-made city or if this, if if Houston does get them and they're going right to where the Rockets play or, or something else that's very centrally located, that's where they'll be. Th- that's what it's all about. Is I mean, people will come in and see a winning product, and and the Coyotes have actually had some success. I mean, they haven't been to a Cup Finals, but they've been to a couple of Conference Finals, I believe, off the top of my head. At least, at least one, I'm pretty sure. Just one, yeah, in 2012. Okay. But I mean, they've had some, they've had playoff teams and, you know, there's been a lot of other teams that haven't made it to the conference final since 2012. Yeah. So I, it's just, it's a weird situation that I don't understand why he's so hell bent on keeping them there, but he's Gary Bettman does seem very, you know, don't look here. Everything's fine. They paid up. We're good for the rest of this year uh, and we'll see what happens up next. But it, that whole situation for it to come out that you haven't paid your bills. I mean, that's just such a, I feel like that's a bigger black eye than moving it. Than moving them, you know. Yeah, like having a team in the league that is delinquent by a million three is a worse thing than saying, okay, well, we're taking this team and moving it over to to Quebec or Houston or Kansas City or somewhere else where can we feel it can be successful. Yeah, the the only thing with Quebec is they don't have a rink ready to go. They don't have an NHL rink ready to go. Okay, anywhere in Quebec, Houston does. Is it is it can- just the the, the Rockets building is convertible. They can convert it. Yeah. Yeah. Houston, they, they can, they can play, they can play in Houston. And that's, so. that's interesting that Houston, when they built their building had the forethought of making it ice ready. Well, they have the Houston arrows there, but, they, oh, but, okay. but the issue with that was because the Houston arrows end up moving. They, they, they end up moving to Iowa because <laughs> The uh, the they they didn't like the lo- the locker room setup for the for the for the arrows wasn't great, and uh, okay. and there there were some other issues that I guess since then that have been addressed and fixed because they're I guess they they really want to get a team in Houston. Do they really? Okay. So yeah. I mean it is I mean it is one of the it is I believe the the second or third largest market in the U.S. Yeah. Houston but- is so. And I mean, the stars have, have ne- we've never had these issues with the stars. No, never. So it, which, which maybe that's kind of as, maybe that's more Gary Batman's thought is like, it's, we, it, it, it is, it's all about location because think about it. I mean, Dallas, that Dallas Fort Worth area and that building is kind of in the heart of their downtown. Yeah. Um, then, you know, so they've had success. Florida has not, but they're in Sunrise. They're not in Miami. Right. They're, no, not they're not in any, Miami. Yeah, not in any big thing. And the California teams have had pretty good success, but that's again, their buildings are downtown. You know, the Kings at the Staples Center. It's from you know, obviously the Lakers do well there, and there's got to be something around it. They yeah, built right. that yeah. area up in in that in LA there. So it's just you know, Glendale's in the middle of nothing. Even the Phoenix Suns play in Phoenix, right? They're yeah. building. They don't play in the same building, right? They're they do they're not. in downtown, and that's 
why they've had success. You got to have people, you know, having people around and a winner, the two ways that you get people to come to your building. And if you are over two or 1.5 for two, you're just, you're going to have all sorts of trouble. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we shall see what, what goes on with the coyotes, um, kind of, well, we sort of talked, talked a little bit about Dallas. So I'm more about Dallas. So I, I, thought that you know maybe there would be a little bit of goalie controversy coming to dallas because ben bishop was trying to come back and you know could do kind of was struggling but you know eh, he was you know we'll see what happens and you know you got you got four pretty good go- theoretically four good goalies on a team what are you going to do well that situation kind of solved itself yeah it did. ben bishop um officially announced his retirement um, he just could not come back from his uh, from his injuries. Um, and then they placed Anton Kudobin on waivers uh, this week. So I, it's Braden Holpe, Jake Ottinger show, which is is just so funny because we I, I I remember us having the shows about what is Dallas doing? Why are they stockpiling these goalies? Ottinger was ready. And, you know, Bishop's going to, you know, supposed to recover. And, um, you know, Hudobin had taken him to the cup finals two years prior. And, you know, they still had him around. And it's like, why are they stockpiling all these goalies? And before the new year turns, you know, Bishop decides to retire. Hudobin has a bad year. And you're lucky you have Brayden Holt because it's not all on the youngster, Jake Ottinger. So. Yeah, and Ottinger has been fantastic for him. Yes. And he's he's been I remember the wings playing a game against Dallas that might've been pre bubble and he got the start and, you know, they were talking about and showing his stats and they were unbelievable then. And he's continued along that arc. So it's good on Dallas, man. Yeah, They've always had it. And, and, and Brady Holtby, he's, he's their last few games. He's looking like he's returning to form that Vesna trophy winning winner that he was in Washington. What, what's really funny about that is that it, it feels like Dallas has always had good, good goaltending. You know, they had Eddie Belfour, they had Marty Turco. Marty Turco forever. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, then they, they had, they had that stretch where they had, um they had like just awful goaltending for a couple of years there. Yeah. They had Kerry Lettinen and who, Oh God. Do you remember who he was paired with? It was Kerry Lettinen and, um, we were oh. making fun of them constantly because every game could have was seven six. For, yeah. <laughs> just, was, like, like they they literally had the worst goaltending in the league. Yeah, by a mile. Oh man, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up because Dallas is, is I mean they're right in the thick of it. They've only given up <laughs> they've only given up seventy goals in twenty five games. The problem is they've only scored sixty nine. So they got to get that going. Well, yeah, they're, 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 <laughs> nice. <laughs> they're very much like Detroit nine, two and one at home four, eight and one on the road. So another one of those teams that once they, they're a different team away from their, their home ice. Oh, come on. I know. I, f- I feel like this is something we should remember. Cause again, I feel like for two years we did shows talking about Dallas and we did. Carrie letting in somebody else. And it's not giving me keeps going away. All right. All right, let me see. I've got the internet on my computer too. It's a new thing. It's they're trying to catch on, and I think it's going to take off this internet. That'd be like 2016 Dallas Stars. I feel like yes, and then like every time I go to that 2016 page, it goes away from me. Anyway, yeah. Uh, well, 
this is why hockey reference is so great. Antiniemi. There it is. Yes. Antiniemi and Kerry Lettinen. Yes. Yes. There we go. Yeah. It was, you can yeah. sleep easy now. <laughs> it was, it was, I mean, like they were decent for him. Like the year before, they were both pretty good for him. Yeah. And then they both just fell off a cliff. Yeah. So like, all right, well, it's like it felt like every game for Dallas, like they went into a game spotting the other team three goals. Yeah, well, remember the, <laughs> the, the Wings won a seven-six game there, a, a game that was just absolutely nutso. Yeah, and just kind of like, ah, uh, well, hey, you gonna make a save? Nope. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> fun to watch. If nothing else. You gonna stop that one? Nah. Nah. <laughs> Maybe the it. next one. <laughs> we'll see what's the score we're down seven to six. Oh shit okay I'll, I'll i'll make it safe okay but see since then you go around that little area oh yeah yeah just that little yeah yeah that that little hiccup and since then they've had uh they typically yeah, had because it was after that they made the deal for ben bishop yep and then they drafted auditor not long after that so yeah, so i mean <laughs> Pick up Kudobin. Yeah. It's it's amazing um how 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 well you can play if uh you have how how good teams are if they have good goaltending. I mean, is there no better case in point than Calgary with Markstrom? Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, Calgary, they're not playing for a bit right now. Yeah, well, they've only canceled two from what I understand so far, which seems light. Normally it seems like they just uh well, so from from what I understand from what I heard. So they were the, the flames were supposed to play the Blackhawks tonight in Chicago. That was the only scheduled game for the yeah. NHL today. So no hockey today because, because of the game postponed. So Calgary, they didn't travel to Chicago. They stayed in Calgary yesterday because they knew they they knew they had some positive tests coming up, and also if they would have traveled, if players would have traveled to Chicago and then got a t- positive test, they would they wouldn't be able to go back in Canada for two weeks. They would have to quarantine here in the U.S. for two weeks. Oh, sure, sure. So they made the decision not to travel, with pretty much understanding that yeah, this was going to happen. Now, as of right now, it's six players and one staff member. From what I understand, there's going to be more. There's there's, there's going to be more uh, positive. There's going to be more positive tests. Is that they're, just, they're anticipating there to be more positive tests? I should say. So when you say is that because guys are feeling symptoms? Is that that's got to be what that that yeah, is? Right? I, mean, I I don't know. <laughs> I I I can't um I I can't answer that. But whoa, did you? I'm sorry. Did you see, did you see this Red Wings news? No. Oh, breaking news. We need a breaking news alert. Yeah, seriously. The Detroit Red Wings signed center Robbie Fabry to a three-year contract extension with an average annual value of four million per year. There we go. That's a good deal. That is fifteen. That's a good minutes. deal. Holy, that's a good deal. That is fifteen minutes ago from the Detroit Red Wings Facebook page. I'm seeing it with the little blue check, so I know it's legit. That is. That's a. Four, three, three times four. Yep. Or four times three, whatever it is. Uh, three, three years times four million. You're right. I don't know what is yeah. actually the understood <laughs> way to do it, but it's <laughs> yeah. So either it's, it's, either way, it's, it's still the same number, right? Yes. <laughs> yep. That's hey, that's 
that's a solid deal, solid bargain on on a good second line player who who can who, who start who was starting to heat up. Anybody else shocked that Steve Eisman signed somebody to a good deal? No, <laughs> that's a team friendly deal too. Um, I'm sorry, but so yes, breaking yeah, news. I, I, I just it's only three years, man, and it's only three years, and it's under five. Yeah, he's what twenty six. <laughs> Robbie Fabry's twenty six. No, he's not twenty six. I was gonna say at the oldest, he's twenty six. Yeah, probably twenty. Definitely, let's put it this way: he's definitely probably not twenty six. I think he's ready for that. Definitely, probably not. Oh, twenty five. Okay, so that was close. Twenty five. Um. Yeah, that's 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 pretty good. Anytime you can you can keep somebody in the fold that I think is a piece. I kind of really believe in Robbie Fabry being a piece on this team, especially if he can stay on the wing, get him a good center, Iceman. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Fabry's 25. Perfect. Yeah, he'll be 26 next year. So solid. Love it. Yeah. I mean, eight goals, six assists, 14 points in 28 games after a slow start. Yeah, if he can keep going, that'd be awesome. So, yeah. Great, great signing. Great signing by Iceman. Although health is the biggest thing for him. I think it's That's more always been the biggest thing for him is, is just staying healthy. Yeah. So um knock on wood. Congratulations. Right. Congratulations. He deserves. Did um I but getting back to the flames, is it so you said you didn't know because I my eyes completely crossed when I saw this. You said that they didn't it wasn't necessarily because of um like guys with symptoms. No, it's just, I mean, they, I think it's just because there's so many, I mean, to to get six pretty much all at once, they're anticipating that like, okay, there's six of them. It's going to be more. Gotcha. Which, which kind of leads to, you know, what's now, as of right now, as of right now, the NHL, they're still going to the Olympics. Yes. Um, It's, and it's, Gary Bettman said during a board of governor meeting this weekend that it was going to, it's essentially it's up to the players. It's going to be up to the players to go or not. Um, They have until January 10th, a January 10th deadline, which is not a, it's a, it's not a hard deadline. It's just a deadline to where the players can all back out and they they won't have to, it won't cost, it won't, no one will have to pay any money back because because of like traveling and like they have like planes booked and stuff like that. Sure. To uh, take players to and from to to over to the Olympics, so they have until January tenth to to where they they can back out and there's no there's no monetary penalty. They can, but they can pretty much back out anytime they anytime they decide. There was um, something I heard on NHL radio that that they that there was something too with with um the quarantine kind of there was a bit of a concern too where yeah so so what 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 it will be if a player tests positive over in china they would have to stay in china in quarantine for three to five weeks yes okay now that's that's that's, and now if they're now if they test they have a positive test and they're asymptomatic they would still have to quarantine for i believe uh, 10 days. Don't quote okay. me on that. I believe it's 10 days. But then in order for them to leave, they would need to be continue to be symptom free and have two negative tests within 24 hours. Okay. Now, if a player tests positive, they can't leave until they're they no longer they have zero symptoms. 
and plus the two negative tests in 24 hours apart. Yeah, so that's the last, I mean, the, the, the first thing you said, the potential of, of four weeks for, I mean, if you think about a team that's going, you know, that's making a playoff push, um, which the Olympics are in February, so you to lose one of your stars, because let's face it, if you're going to the Olympics with your country, you're probably a star. Yeah. yeah <laughs> At least yeah. on your team. If no no fourth liners. No fourth yeah. line players are going to the Olympics. I'm telling you that right now. Exactly. I mean, I mean, no disrespect, but Ryan Reeves will not be representing Team Canada. I can't, you know, that would, I, I think that's a pretty safe bet. So with that being the case, you would not want to lose, you know, one of your all-stars from, you know, February 15th to March 15th. Right. That well, could well, I mean, just look at the last time the NHL players went 2014, the Islanders were cruising. They were in a playoff spot. Tavares gets hurt. Yeah. Nosedive. Yeah. You know, so so yeah, I mean, yeah, there there is that risk, but it's so uh Robin Leonard has come out and said he's not going. Yep. Mental health reasons. Um and a- Alex Petrangelo, he's on the fence. And I'm I'm sure other players are kind of on the fence too. But also I'm sure there's a lot of players who are who are just gonna go, I may never get this opportunity again. Yeah. I'm going. It it's also I you know, it's the one thing that it's one of the things that I really love about international sports where the, the duty to country seems so much stronger than it does. And, you know, it's, I'm not necessarily saying this about American Olympic hockey players, but it just, there, there's such a strong duty to nation, you know, like Ovechkin yeah. was nearly left. They need nearly skip the, the last, what was it? The 2018 Olympics. Yeah. He nearly left Washington and thought about going to play. Cause he wanted yeah, to. I'm going. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I he mean, came out and said, no, I'm going, I'm going. Yeah. And, I'm going. And, I don't and, care what they say. I'm going <laughs> where I just don't feel like that's as um, necessarily the, the take of a lot of people. So it's, 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 that's a, just kind of a really cool thing about these teams, about the, about the game. So I hope they go off, but I, I do think that it's, it's, you definitely need to, to kind of, there's going to be some things you're going to have to consider. I'm sure there are going to be really good players. I mean, if, you know, Leonard, I don't know if he would necessarily would have gotten a nod, but you know, him coming out, taking his hat name out of the ring, but Petrangelo would be a, a big loss for team Canada. Yeah. If he can't go. I mean, could, could you imagine if, you know, your Toronto Maple Leafs and Austin Matthews test positive on like the, the night of the gold medal game. Right. Well, the one good thing about that is that the Americans would be playing in the gold medal. Thing, yeah. Game, yeah. Everything <laughs> else that you said would be just awful. Yeah. Or, or like, you know, or, or, or say, say, Team Canada has a breakout, you know, after the semifinal game. Yeah. They have 10 players. Well, right. And and, that's, and and all of a sudden, you know, you, you lose, you know, Crosby, McDavid, Bergeron. Oh, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, how if, if, if you're a Bruins fan or Oilers fan or, or a Penguins fan, you know, and because here's the Boston Bruins, they're, they're not, the Pittsburgh Penguins, I don't think they're Stanley Cup contenders, but they're they're for sure playoff contending teams. I yeah, think, you, I feel. And you, you take those guys out of your lineup for for a month. Yeah, I, that's that's what I was gonna say. Is that I mean, even un, any of those those teams, I, yes, they may not. They you know they're not gonna probably win the conference, but 
you just go with this kind of just general idea that you, you can you have the hot goalie <laughs> will this be your year to have the hot goalie and if you can get the hot goalie you you're you're a danger in the playoffs yeah. every year you're an absolute danger and so you know you don't expect it to be Jeremy Swayman or you know Linus Allmark but you know Boston would rather find that out by playing not be and but as opposed to not make the playoffs because Bergeron missed five weeks because he's stuck in China with with COVID so I mean, there. I feel like this is going to be a, a very last-minute kind of choice here on how, on what happens. I mean, I mean, speaking of goalies, could you imagine if a team team lost their goalie? <laughs> like, if you know, say, I don't know, like who 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 are the favorites team Canada goalie right now? <sighs> I mean, uh, Mark Andre Fleury is probably there just because he's the veteran, right? Yeah, it's. You, know, you you get your veteran and and flurry. Um, the 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 wins. If you just look at wins, the leaders in wins are Cam Talbot, Jack Campbell, Freddie Ol- uh, Freddie Anderson, Vasilevsky, Saros, Shesterkin. I mean, it doesn't really feel like any of those guys are going. Koskinen. I mean, for 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 you know yeah. Canada. I mean, obviously. <laughs> Obviously, Freddie Anderson is not going to play for Canada since he's not Canadian. Oh well, yeah, no. Would it be Thatcher Demko? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah, the, Demko, uh, maybe Bennington. Uh, yeah. Where's uh, Jack Campbell's um, our um, Jack Campbell's Campbell. American. Uh, Connor Hellebuck's American, right? Yes, he is. Okay, Commerce Township, Michigan, baby. That's right. So, I mean. Well, there, there's, there's your, for instance, Winnipeg, who's on the outside looking in now. Could you imagine they're going to go five weeks without Hellebuck? They're going to be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, yeah, right. No, it's. <laughs> I mean, I mean, hell, I mean, you know, Nash, Nashville, UC with Soros, who's, who's having a hell of a year. Right. I mean, this is. I mean, we were talking about Team Canada earlier because we were talking about the World Juniors, but I mean, this is any team. I mean, this is any country. That's that. That's going to be the way that they're going to have to settle on it. So, yeah. I mean, or could you imagine if Shosturkin gets COVID for Russia? Yeah. What? What? Where that's going to put the Rangers? I mean, it's it's. I mean, Gorgiev's good. So, I mean, they they do have quality backup in Gorgiev, but do you want to do you want to turn over the keys to Gorgiev from mid February to mid mid March? Or here's the maybe you do, and then you trade him in the offseason to the Edmonton Oilers because they need a goalie. <laughs> Mike Smith's coming back. It's called foreshadowing. I think the Oilers are gonna <laughs> I think Gorgiev is, is a goalie the Oilers are gonna target. Ah, what their cap situation that'd be. Although uh, Gorgiev is still on his entry level deal, yeah, so I guess they probably could cheap. do that. He's cheap. Yeah, cheap. that's that's a good point. Here's the thing. You, you you worry about that later. <laughs> You worry about what? You 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 worry about the cap stuff later. You just- yeah. I, <laughs> well, you just make the playoffs, and then you can be twenty five million over the cap. So yeah, the, yeah, exactly. Know. So who cares? Like, because that's come on. You, that's what the Golden Knights are going to be. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> the Golden Knights are Golden Knights are going to be overcast. So you think? Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have some t shirts to wear. That's for sure. If, if if you think the Lightning cap situation was crazy, just wait until everyone gets healthy in Vegas. Yeah. If it happens during the regular season, they might have to have a couple of more uh, 13, 14 player games. That's for sure. Yeah, it seemed to do just fine. 
with that with that st louis did it the other night just fine um yeah <laughs> vegas still does not have an o- vegas and edmonton only two teams in the league without an overtime loss well you know they you don't get paid by the hour thomas i guess that's a good point. <laughs> i like that they don't get paid by the hour <laughs> They don't have time for this overtime nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> if they're going to go to overtime, they're going to win it. They're not stretching that shit out, you know? Yeah. Okay. Fair. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's the way to way to put it, Walt. So you're uh, such a word. I love that. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't have time for that. No one has time for that. You know, it's just, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm looking at my, um, Oh, he got one point. Cool. Looking at my fantasy uh, football season is hanging in the balance right now because at about five o'clock this afternoon, uh, Los Angeles Rams tight end Tyler Higby was out with COVID. Oh, I didn't even hear that. Okay. Yeah, that's how oh, I did. And it's like, well, the beautiful thing about Monday night is there's all these tight ends available to pick up in his, in his place. <laughs> I think that was sarcasm because there's no other games this week. Like, like, dude, like seriously, like the Thursday night game, like, come on, you knew it. Come on, let's just brush it. Yeah, I will. Well, I mean, this is so off topic, but the Rams have like four or five players. I feel like they've had a slow trickle of guys going to COVID protocol this week because I think their their offensive tackle, their right tackle, went in yesterday. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, and half the Lions got COVID. Yeah, so they, they, they start they started. Um, Jake from State Farm at right tackle. <laughs> or, or the flu. <laughs> COVID or the flu, man. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, and we're just gonna keep going off topic here. And then we'll 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 get the shit back back on the right track. But um I had to watch it again yesterday. Me and my buddies were, were at the bar and <laughs> and so we had to Google um Kunz, Kutztown. Uh, university because we didn't believe that was a real place. Who do we have on our team? From, from um, the running back from the practice squad. Craig Reynolds. Reynolds is that his name? Yeah. Cuts, uh, cuts down. down. Yeah, cuts down. It's a. Uh, you know, it's it's located in Pennsylvania in the city of uh, Cuts Town. It's roughly five thousand people. Yeah. <laughs> You know, the uh, the the acceptance rate for Cutstown University of Pennsylvania that is the full name. It's a ninety three percent acceptance rate. <laughs> but hey, just because you get into Cutstown doesn't mean you get out with a degree, baby. Fifty three percent graduation rate. Fifty three percent. Yeah. My God. Well, listen, this guy had. He, the funny thing is, is he ran well. Yeah, yeah, he had a good game. I don't think no one knew who, who the hell he was. They're like what? God, we're such a terrible franchise. Oh man, yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, I mean, you know, is it great? No. Is it the laughing stock of the NFL again? Uh, um, at, at average. Co- in case you're planning on going applying to, to cut sound college, please give me more. Um. Average annual in-state cost before financial aid twenty eight thousand dollars. After financial aid twenty two thousand dollars. So all right, you know, yeah. So if you're you're planning on going to Cutstown University of Pennsylvania, 
Again, full name. Got to say the whole thing. It is an accredited four-year university. Do you think it's just your gut feeling that they will be sending anybody to the World Juniors as part of Team USA? Who? Cutstown University. Do you think they'll have any players? Uh, um, I don't. I'm, I don't believe they have a hockey team. Okay, so then so you're probably thinking, not. So you're going with no. Okay, that's fair. Probably that's, not. Probably not. Probably not. That, that sounds like a pretty safe bet based on what you said. So okay, all right. I just thought I'd ask. I'll, I'll double check. Oh, they're, they're the Golden Bears. In case you were wondering, isn't that what Cal is? Isn't Cal the Golden Bears? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> Are they? Cal. I've never. I haven't thought about Cal. <laughs> yeah. Well, our quarterback's from Cal. <laughs> yeah, California Golden Bears. Yeah, that's what we're calling them. Yeah, I. I mean, I don't know. Guy who lines up under center. Yeah. <laughs> Play rugby. Uh, <laughs> better off. So so yeah so now I, I, after we go back. We come back into um, the topic at hand and go come back from our diatribe on Cuss Town uh, College of Pennsylvania University. I don't even remember what the topic on hand was. <laughs> what got us down the Cuss Town path? Something I don't know. Anyway, yeah, oh, that's what it was. Okay, but anyway, yeah, we'll see what happens with the Olympics. You know, at, that was, at some point they got to announce a roster, right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, they got to announce a roster at some point and then the players, you know, reach out to the players like, so we're th- we're going to name you to, to the team. Are you going to go? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, honestly, like, is, is that the phone call that's, that's going to get made? Yeah, it's going to be, you know, <laughs> dude, these actually, let's face it, these ro- the roster's already made. I mean, you know, so so do you think they, they have a, a roster A, a roster B, and a roster C? No, I think what they have is I, I bet you they have their quote unquote roster probably has 10 centers, 10 wingers, uh, or 10 left wing, 10 right wing, 10, you know, you know, what, six? So we'll say 14 defensemen and seven goalies. And then they're prioritized who they want, and then they'll make those calls. <laughs> and and hope that their roster of fifty five names give, gets them their team, and they don't have to go deeper yeah, into the, into the pool. Place. Yeah, that would be my guess on how that works. Yeah. Now, now the the one one tricky thing with, with the uh, with, with the Flames is one of their games that's postponed is home game against the Leafs. That's tricky because Toronto. That's a that's a that's a one shot deal. You know, Toronto just travels. To, to the west to the west side just once you know western canada just once a year and this is that one time and it's going to be tricky trying to find a makeup day for that game as far as travel for toronto oh yeah so yeah i mean and i guess you know i don't think the leafs let's see unless you sneak it in they they they're back on the West Coast in January. Well, that's a, they play Saturday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Colorado, Vegas, Arizona, and then that's a Wednesday. Then they're off for two days, and then they play the Blues in St. Louis. They might be looking at that if the Flames are around. 
Yeah. yeah that might be the, the time for him to get it done. And yeah, and they don't go back out west again. Interesting. So yeah, it'll. So we we, we shall see. And we, I mean, only, of all the postponed games, only two have have make, have uh, been given make updates as of right now. Total of all the postponed games, total only two. Have there's, a, games. there's a part of me that says, well, they they want to see. They might get the. They might have the Olympic break to be able to reschedule games. But if, yeah. they, if they end up going, then that goes out the window. So maybe, you know, you probably can't wait that long. But um, interesting. They got have to figure something out sooner rather than later. Yeah, we shall see. Um, so coaching, we talked about coaching changes last week. Well, let's talk about the one that's going well. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks, 4-0. Oh. Mm-hmm. 4-0. Oh. Under Bruce Boudreau, and the, uh, the the fans they started a chant um, after they won the first game of yelling Bruce, there it is, and they keep it going. And Bruce Boudreau is over it. <laughs> he's well, over sure it already. Heard, I'm sure it's the first time he's ever heard it. <laughs> he's over it. Yeah, you <laughs> would be too. I mean, but you know, it's like one of those things. Like, like this fan base, they they needed something to be happy about. Yeah, they need some excitement because Lord knows they they weren't weren't getting it, you know, up until this point this season, and in, in a season of expectation for the Vancouver Canucks. And now, I mean, they're in a four game winning streak. Now, all of a sudden, they're only six points out of a playoff spot. Now, I mean, Edmonton has has three games in hand over them, but again, yeah. It's a division, you know, it's a divisional rival and who you're going to see, you're going to see them. So well, they keep winning. And currently the second wild card goes to Vegas and they're only six points behind Vegas who only has two games in hand. So, but you're right. Moral of the story is they would need to get white hot. I mean, they, I mean, it's funny because we talk about six point back as not being that far, far back, but we should cut, we should circle back <laughs> and see, you know, they'll end up being, you know, 11 games over 500 since Boudreaux. Well, maybe not 11. Let's go with seven. Let's say seven games over 500 since Boudreaux was brought in and they're still only, they're still only gotten to like three points back. with yeah, no yeah, right, yeah. And that's just, that's the craziness of the league. And that's kind of the three point games and what that does to you. You you yeah, got to I mean, be real good for a real long period of time if you're going to make up a, the the hole that they were in. Yeah, and and now you know the the team that's in that first wild card right now is Colorado, but I mean <laughs> they're 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 they've already taken they've, they've taken off. Yeah, you know they're they're healthy and they're they're just they're they're going full speed, and this team is they're, they're looking like the team I think everyone expected them to be. Yeah, this season. Well, and getting Devon Taves back was big. I, I feel like yeah. their winning streak actually started when they got Taves back. Who Devon Taves was third star of the week. I, I mean, I didn't even know that. So I yeah. look at me, pretending <laughs> like you know what I'm talking about. Seven assists in four games. Like that's that's worthy of the third star. <laughs> I guess so. Sebastian Aho and Thatcher Demko are your other two stars of the week. By the way, Thatcher Demko, number one star of the week. Minnesota, Nashville, St. Louis. Are in, the, are in in the Central, Pacific, Anaheim, Calgary, Edmonton. The wild cards, Colorado and Vegas. Winnipeg is actually the next team in line. 
if assuming that Ke- Vancouver could then, you know, just jump San Jose, Dallas, Los Angeles, what two teams could fall out for them to take over to jump into a playoff spot? Anaheim and Nashville. Are those the only two teams that you think? I, I will see. I think, you know, but Anaheim and Nashville, they're both getting excellent goaltending and right. all of a sudden, you know, they're scoring. Well, they're, they're scoring goals all of a sudden. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> Nashville is seven games over 500 with a goal, di- but they're only plus six in goal differential. Yeah. And, and what that, the only thing that tells me is that you have to worry about sustainability because obviously right. you've let in some goals or you haven't scored any that you are. I mean, you, they, they hadn't scored a lot, but like in the last two weeks, I mean, they've actually, they, they've gotten on a bit of a hot streak here. So that's, that's just my concern with them and Anaheim. I just, it feels like they're a year early, but keep it going. I mean, I'm, I'm not wishing for those teams. I'm just thinking if Vancouver really wants to make a run and they're going to pass somebody, I feel like Calgary and Edmonton aren't going anywhere. St. Louis and Minnesota probably aren't going anywhere. And Dallas and Vegas are going to get going into the playoffs, in, into the division races. So, you know, it almost feels like you, Vancouver, Chicago, Seattle, and Arizona could just stop playing right now because they're going to make in that West. Well, I mean, we can make the argument of how much has Arizona replayed this year. They beat the Wings. Yeah, well, yeah. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, and he, you know, it's not fair. I know it's not fair, but good, 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 good for them. You know, they had to get one, right? They they caught the wings, and then it you know it was good because they woke the wings up and they went on a five game winning streak. It's exactly what happened. And the wings don't owe people money. Uh, <laughs> now that 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 little jab there, there's no comeback from that. That is just actually accurate right there. Yeah. Here. Pay your fucking bills, guy. Wow. Okay. No, here's the thing. You're 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 a you're you're a multimillionaire. Pay your bills. I don't have I have zero sympathies for you. Pay your bills. Nor should you, because at the end of the day, I absolutely would pay my bills if I was a multimillionaire, because I'd want to make sure I stayed out of jail and kept my multi millions. Yeah. Like, and like, the only thing that gets you in trouble is doing stupid shit like not paying your bills. <laughs> pay your bills, man. Like, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not calling out the per the you know the the people who are struggling, working, and juggling yeah. a job and got a lot of expenses. Like like yeah, like it gets tough. All right, we like you know been in situations where it's kind of like uh, I'm gonna have to be I'm gonna be late on this one because yep. I have no other options right now. Sure, I gotta eat so I can. I'll put, this off. I'll put this I'll put this off. I'll deal with it. But I mean, you know, when you're you you own a hockey team, you have money. Pay your bills, dude. It's not yep. that hard. Okay. I'm it's not free. that hard. I'm on your team with this one, sir. You're dead on. Well, set up for auto pay. Come on now. Swear <laughs> it out. <laughs> yes. Set up for auto pay. If I can manage to if I can manage to pay for Hulu and Peacock TV and all this other shit, you can manage to. I, I think my, folks, my, 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 you know, my, my $10 here and $20 there, you can. <laughs> if, if you take nothing from today's podcast, folks, please just take pay your bills. If you can, as long as you, you can and use auto pay as the two lessons you should probably, yeah. probably listen to here today. You know, we'll, 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 we'll ignoring bills when you have the means to pay them. It's, it's, it's a dick move. That I well put well said. So yeah, that's that's all. That's all I got. That's all that is. Yeah, I was so excited today when I realized that Hulu hasn't has an annual price thing. 
I'm oh. so excited. Just, I just like switch, switch it up, pay the one time. Boom. It's in my calendar. Like for, all right. So it's going to, so I, I'm going to pay Hulu next December on this day. That's one less thing I got to deal with. It's the little things in life, isn't it? It, it really is. Like it's the little here's, things. Here's the, the amount of excitement that I had when I, when I discovered that just, I mean, I, I felt a little silly. <laughs> With no, dude, you own that shit. You good? <laughs> you got this? Like, I, it's yeah. I'm very, I'm very much. I hate monthly bills. If I so, if you give me an option, like, hey, just pay this one time fee every year. Deal. Let's go. Sign good. me up. See? Sign me up. Look, you you know you. Yeah, that's what it is. You know you. So if you know what you like, and then something happens to give you that option, boom, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not hard. I'm not a hard man to please. I'm really not. Clearly, I mean, if <laughs> if if just paying a bill for a year, or or paying a bill, moving it from a monthly to a yearly, makes you this happy, then you are not a difficult man to please. That is true. <laughs> yeah, I yeah I yep. So I, I tell people, you know, it's just I'm you know, I'm really easygoing, happy guy. Like just you know, I like my hockey. I like my my yearly bills. <laughs> that I mean, that is true. Walt is the definition of a happy guy. Yeah, it's, I don't, you know, I don't. You are. I don't need a lot of things to make me happy. No, and that's that's fantastic of you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I make it. I, I I feel like it makes it easier for everyone else around me. You know, like, all right, well, if Walt's in a bad mood, here's what we can do. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's better than being me, who's just always in a bad mood and can never really figure out what they need. So that's well, I keep telling I keep telling you come out to the bar and I'll get you liquored up and um then you I'll get some I'll I'll get some girls to talk to you and you just you just do that. You you shake and nod your head, you 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 nod yes or you shake your head no and you keep the conversations at a minimal and then you'll be fine. So what we're I'll, what, I'll be I'll be the stick man. Let, let me tell you what's really <laughs> happening here is we don't really want to talk about the wings because <laughs> they got shellacked twice in two road games really and they're good. not they're 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 just they it was a bad they only played the two games this week. That was it, yeah, just St. Louis and Colorado, yeah. And it didn't go well. And we don't really want to talk about it because they played the two games and they didn't go well. And and, and really, and then the national game went on while we were recording last week. Yeah. And and that didn't really go well either. And it did so not. we not not only that, we didn't really spend a ton of time watching as life gets in the way sometimes. Yeah. So we're just avoiding the wings. <laughs> I, I, I think that that's, and that's what I'm going to use to change the subject here because it was about me and I don't want anything to be about me. So, um, yeah. Well, I mean, let's, I mean, the wings, they, as you said, they lost 6 2 to St. Louis in St. Louis and then 7 3 the following night to Colorado and Colorado. Um, and we were talking before we went on air. I felt the Colorado game, that was a scheduled loss. Yeah. I just felt like a scheduled loss for the Wings with couple A, with the way both teams played, had been playing going into that game. Yeah. And also, it's the back, it's back to back. And it was the Wings, what, third game in four nights. Yeah. Because they play Tuesday, Tuesday night at home against Nashville, and then Thursday in St. Louis and Friday in Colorado. So <laughs> it, it it felt like a scheduled loss for the Wings. And, and, and look, uh, they they've been they've gotten lucky with a couple of things in that Raymond looked like he got hurt in that game. Looked like it might be severe with a, an incidental knee on knee. He ended up coming back, so that's yeah. good because 
you know, you said something last week and about having depth and, and there is more, more NHL caliber players that can be called up and, and plugged in. The problem is, is that there's no, there's no, the roster is still thin with impact players. So with, it, it really does. I mean, it's, it's very noticeable. And as it happens more, this team almost shit. I'm sorry. I just, wait, I'm sorry. I just realized Kel McGarr has 12 goals. Yeah. He's on, he could potentially <laughs> Jeez. like what, Jeez. he was on pace for 44 when the wings played him, Jeez. which puts him, you know, we haven't had a 30 goal score since Mike green from a defenseman. Yeah. And he's, he's on pay. He was on pace for 44 when the Lynx played him. Cause that's oh my God. Like that's yeah. just... So now that my so, train I'm of thought, so, I'm sorry. It just, it just really, it threw me off. <laughs> just... um, I know he's good. It should, it should tell you that every time Tyler Bertuzzi misses a game, we have to say that Tyler Bertuzzi missed this game and how noticeable it is that the wings don't play well. Yeah, and, and and the fact that you know him missing ten days. I mean, they've won some games without him, but the losses seem to be epically bad when he's not in the lineup. Yeah. And 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 also because because it, it the little depth they have, it takes away that depth because now Robbie Fabry's on the first line, not the second and, line. And the and the second line has got Nemesnikov for Ernie. You know, it's it's yeah. right. It's it's what so it's it's Pew Suter. Uh, Nemesnikov and, and, you know, Zadina got demoted. Yeah. So there's just, you know, you, they need full health, full complement of players. And, you know, Dan Renouf got called up again and no, not on him, but I, I didn't think that we would need that many defensemen, but with, you know, the Kaiser has been in and out with the COVID protocol and injury stall this time with COVID protocol and injury. Um, and we're still, still Troy Setcher is still out to February. Yep. And, and after Olympic break. Gustav Lindstrom has missed time. So yep. it's he's out too. Yep, he's out injured too. Which it looks like and you know install installs out as well. Yep. It looks like Lindstrom is back. He practiced today. Yep. And yeah, he they he's 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 I believe I think he and Bertuzzi will play tomorrow and Mark Stahl will be back. Maybe not tomorrow, but for sure for the weekend games. And and, and so games, uh, and and like you we had said earlier, I think Tyler, we, we believe Tyler, like you just mentioned, actually Tyler Bertuzzi is back too. So yeah, he, he practiced today. Yep. The excuses kind of go away now, you know, it's your home. You've had some time off. You're playing an Islander team that has struggled to say the least. Let's see a good effort. Let's see it. Yeah. You know, let's go out and out shoot them. And, and, I'll play them and I'll score them. And, and here's the thing. They're, they're, they're next four games Islanders who struggle, but again, they were just here, a, you know, a week ago. You know, two weeks ago. You know, and they we we got into a battle with them. We beat them, but you know, got into a battle. And then you're at Carolina. Ugh. Yeah, home to the New Jersey Devils. They're playing pretty well. Same team as us. And then you're home to the Avalanche next Monday. I'm going to that game. No, oh, nice. Yeah. So uh, breaking news, we'll not be recording the show next Monday. No, yeah, that, that was my way of telling you. That was my way of telling you. All right. Nice. But, yeah, um, and, you know, and, and, you know, then and then before the Christmas break, they're at Minnesota. So, I mean, here's the thing. Not a lot of no, no soft spots. I mean, NHL season, you know, there's no, no soft, no, no gimme games. There's no such thing. Gimme game in NHL, right. blah, blah, blah. You know, got to say that, you know, for reasons. Um, but I mean, really, 
but legitimately there's no gimme games here for the wings well what what we also need to remember as as fans is we're still a year away we got spoiled with a really good start don't if this if this team kind of falls off a cliff and you know you don't I mean I don't I'm not excusing a a 12 game losing streak that's not what I'm excusing which I I don't think we're gonna see but I'm not gonna see that with this group I don't think so either and and the thing is we saw what wasn't it two years ago we saw three double digit losing streaks and that team you believe um but again, just if it, when when this team ends up being three, four, five games under five hundred over the you know by the time end of January, you know it the early season it's probably going to end up being a mirage, and that's okay because this team is still a year away. Yeah, they're still young. I mean, and also here's the thing, and you you still rather have the 13, 12, and three start, right? Yeah, because because at least that way, like you you see progress. Yeah. You're not wondering where the progress is. Yeah, and and the guys leading the charge are the young guys. Yeah. they're the young core guys. Yeah. it's Lucas Raymond and Mo Sider and Dylan Larkin and Tyler Bertuzzi, Robbie Fabry, and Pui Suter to an extent. Um, Nadelkovich. I mean, again, here's it. Colorado. They put up seven goals in three straight games, and they're and they're going to abuse and violate a lot of teams this year. So. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Philip Peronic. Philip Peronic's been better since his benching. Yeah. So, so I, and you know they're they're not, they're not being led by Mark Stahl and Danny DeKaiser and Bobby Ryan and you know you're you know you're not getting led by by a bunch of older guys who aren't going to be here in, in in a year or two. Yep. You know, I mean, so I mean, and like, and again, you rather see you rather see this start than to see him start six twenty and three like Montreal. Right or eight eight sixteen and one like Ottawa. You you yep. because you know if you start like that, then you're wondering, well, wh- when is this improvement coming? Yeah, you know, are these guys any? Are these guys really good? Or you know, what's hap- what's what's happening here with this? You know, this team. And and you never want to start. You never want to over assume or not. But I mean, just with the way the the, the number one picks with what. Eiserman's done with Raymond Insider. You feel like you've got another top four defenseman right around the corner in the next year or two with his net, you know, with his last picks and hopefully some of these second round picks that he has too can end up paying off. Because my point being that help's coming too. There's going to be help on the way as well. Oh yeah. And I mean, so we're, you know. we're still very, very young and very much into this rebuild. I said what four years ago. 2025 Stanley Cup final, Detroit, Colorado. Yeah. Sticking with it. You know, do you do you remember um the Ken Holland comment about how a rebuild can take 10 years? And that yeah. was seemed to be a lot of teams' final straw. Like a lot of like fans kind of took that as you can't say that, you need to be better. That's you know, that that was well, like no, their final it, is, it does. Yeah, and, and that's <laughs> he said that literally about seven years ago now. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, and people you now you get the New York Rangers are the exception, right? Yeah, they're the ex- because you you got to have a lot you got to have a lot of bit of luck, and I mean uh, also it, it helps when you get when you get Artemi Panarin to like yeah I want to come play there. Yes, that helps a lot, you know. But you you got you got to have some, and then you have Adam Fox who's like, yeah, I know I was drafted by Calgary. And I got traded to Carolina, but I'm not signing anywhere but with the Rangers. So, <laughs> right, and that, that's actually what I was going to say is you need a like a surprise hit, right? Like you, you like, need a couple surprise hits. I mean, e- even even with with Chicago, right? 
you know, they, they, Chicago was terrible. Yeah. They were terrible for a long time. Sure were. Before they, before they got Taze and Kane and Keith and Seabrook and all those guys, it, it took a while. The Pittsburgh Penguins were, were awful, but you know, they, again, fortunate, you know, a, a lottery pick, you know, and, and drafting Mark Andre Fleury. And then you have had the, had no, the year of no hockey where Sidney Crosby was available and everybody was in the lottery and the Penguins won that one. You know, we've talked yep. about that in the past. Yep. Um, you know, then you get Malkin at two, you get George Stahl at three, you know, you, you get Crystal these Pang pillars. Crystal yeah, you, Pang was the other one. You know, you, 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 you get these pillars on your team. You know, and I mean, how 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 long were the LA Kings just not good? Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, hell, look, Colorado Avalanche. You know, they, they were they were the premier team in in the late '90s, early 2000s, along with the Wings. It was Detroit, Colorado, and pretty much, and then and New Jersey would win a cup every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it was. Like Detroit, Colorado, and New Jersey would win a cup every once in a while. That's that's a fair way of putting it. I mean, that's what it was from from what '95 to what 2002. Yeah, it was Dallas is the only other team to win a yeah, cup. Yeah, Dallas is the only other team that won, but it was Detroit, Colorado, New Jersey. You yeah. know, and, and New Jersey wasn't good every year. No, it, it would have actually been through 2003. Because oh, yeah, that was, yeah, the Devils. Won a couple the of three, yeah. They, so, so the Devils bookended that, uh, that, that time, yeah. that time frame. They got one in the middle. They got two in the middle and we got three in the middle. Yeah. So, I mean, but Colorado, they were right there with the wings yeah. and, lo- and lockstep. They had the, you know, you know, there's their, their Steve Eisman was Joe Sackett. Yeah. You know, they had, you know, Peter Forsberg and Patrick Law and Adam Foot, you know, Rob Blake, they had all, all these great players. And then they tell, and you know, they they ha- had a little blip that one year with Patrick Waugh. Yeah. Where they were the best team in the West. And then like they came right back down to earth pretty much right away that next season. That with those teams were that team was paced by a young Landeskog and Duchesne, right? Those yeah. are the two big, big players yeah. on that team. And uh, Eric Johnson, I think, was yep. the defense, big defenseman on that one. Okay. Yeah. And but, but you know, and you you seen where Colorado's been. I mean, you know, they they had a lot of high high draft picks too. Ryan O'Reilly, yeah. Matt Duchesne, as you mentioned, those guys aren't on that team anymore. No, takes so, a right, you got to get it right. You know, you got to get it all right. It's, and then and then you know they they got this. Nathan McKinnon guy, you know, they got Miko Rantanen and they kill McCarr falls to them as a yeah. gift, you know, at number four, at, you know, was he number four? I think so. Yeah. So, and, and here we are, you know, so yeah, it, it doesn't, yeah, it, it doesn't, it, yeah, it doesn't happen overnight. Well, you're lucky. You're lucky if it only takes you 10 years. The, the other rebound. part with, Diaz, and as we talked about, you find a team that is in a cap crunch, you know, is, is, are we going to look back and think, well, you know, they stole Devontae's from the Islanders because the Islanders couldn't pay him. Are we going to look back and thank God for Alex and Delkovich? Is that what Delkovich is going to be for the Red Wings? Yeah. The pickup so. because, because of, you know, cap reasons more than anything else, but you know, you want to sign, I mean, you know, that the, the, the COVID shortened year, they played 71 games and had 39 points. They followed that up with 56 
in 50, this 56 game season, they had 48 points. Yeah. Well, they already have 29 points in 28 games. Yeah. So in a, that double that for a 56 game season and that's 40, 58 points. So, you know, on basic there, there's your improvement. That's exactly what we want to see. And that's what's happening. Yeah. And I mean, and for the most part, again, the last, the last couple of games kind of being the exception there, they're not getting blown out a ton. Not a Game, ton. Over, overall, the games are watchable and enjoyable. I mean, I, I know, I know, you know, we, we had the Pierce over the last couple of years, especially you just like they're unwatchable. I, I can't, yeah. you, you constantly say, I can't watch, I can't watch this team. Yeah. And and I and I tried this like oh, I'm, I'm going to stick it out and then I just kind of I reached a point a few games where I'm just like yeah, yeah. it's it it, be, it became a chore. Road it, games like, can get kind of unwatchable. There is still there is a dr- dramatic difference. Well, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, and then and they, listen, nine three and two at home, four nine and one on the road. Because you know they gave up what six? It was five to St. Louis, seven to Colorado, and six. this was a six to Colorado. No, six to St. Louis, seven to Colorado. Okay. And then this was their first time on the road since the disastrous trip out west with against Arizona, right? Yeah. Where they the had o, the 0-3 and one road trip. Yeah. And, and when then it they came were back, well, no, well, no, they 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 played Boston. They went to Boston. That's and what it was. That okay. Boston. Yeah. They had a two one win. They had the two one win in Boston. Yeah. I mean, they ripped off five in a row. So I mean, and and that's the other thing, you know, that a, a year, a year, two, three years ago, that that o three and one road trip, that that four that four game winless streak, that that almost certainly stretches to six seven, right? Yeah, six seven games. Yeah, and they got off the mat and they got off the mat mat in a big way and they ripped off five straight. Yeah, it uh, apparently it's going far west. That's the issue. Once <laughs> 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 they, they leave the central ta- or go to the central time zone or further west, they're in trouble. We're not used to it anymore, man. That's exactly what it is. Haven't been in a Western Conference in almost ten years now. That's that's that can only be the that can that's that's it. But like you said, it's you just want to continue to see progress, and you're going to add better play. You're going to continue to add players, continue to make the roster better, and it's good things will happen for this team. Yeah, I mean, like you know, and. I'm like I said, I'm I'm happy with the direction of the team and the way they're looking and yeah. how they're doing it. Yeah. I couldn't couldn't agree with you more. And but, they're, they're this is a young team. They're gonna have their hiccups, they're gonna have their bumps, they're gonna have their bad games. You know, yeah. again, the Colorado losing seven to three to the Colorado Avalanche. I mean, this this is a Stanley Cup favorite team. Yeah. <laughs> you know, St. Louis, they're they're a team that a lot of people expected to 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 make some noise in, in the West and, and have a decent playoff run. Yeah. So I mean, losing to those teams, it's not. I mean, you you rather not get blown out, but it's well, okay. You're right. There, there, there's a difference in talent, and and here's the thing. Twenty years ago, the Wings they were doing that to those teams. I'll tell you that yep. right now. <laughs> we got a long. We we got a very long period of very good hockey, and now we're trying to build back to it. And it feels like we could be close, it's just not quite there yet. And you just got to be patient a little bit longer, but it does feel like the pieces are falling into place. Yeah, But, I mean, but yeah. there are weeks where they have, they play, they get blown out in two games and they only have two games. We don't want to talk about it. So we're just going to talk about the positives of the future and not exactly. focus on those two games that they didn't win. Exactly. We're, we're all about the power of positivity here. Yeah. yeah and I'm turning, I'm turning over a new leaf. There we go. 
finally. It only took what five years. How long have we been show together? I mean, let's let's. Ooh, it's probably been about five years, but let's relax. I'm really turning over a new leaf. <laughs> we haven't we haven't had the the joy of talking playoffs. I have not talked playoffs on in the box. Oh yeah! Wow. Okay. Maybe so maybe that first light that second lightning series, but I we haven't done much playoff talk. Let's put it that way. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> Hopefully it changes. Um, hope, hoping, hoping that changes soon in the near future. Yeah, truth, truth. All right. Well, with that, I think that'll be it. We'll be back next week. We'll record on a day. I don't know. We'll we'll figure a day out. Yeah, we'll get it worked out. We'll get it sorted out. Yeah. Well. Um. Yeah. It's it's going to be Christmas time. Yeah. Actually, cool. I'm here's the thing. I'm thinking off the top of my head right now. We might not have a show next week because I don't have a lot of days. Okay. So we'll, we'll talk off air. Yeah. But yeah. So we might be back next week. We might not. We'll see what happens. Um, and if, if not, then we, I mean, we might, it might be a couple of weeks off because then we are into the Christmas holiday all the way. So yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll get it together. Yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. And then the following Monday, I'm going to Monday night raw. So yeah. It's, Stone cold. Stone yeah. cold. Oh, no, it's not that. I'm sorry. Sorry. All right. Wouldn't hate it if you showed up. Oh, um, never. Yeah. So all right. So as as we fill the end of our podcast with all the things that we can be talking about, not recording, everyone have a great week. If we're not back before Christmas, Merry Christmas, Happy Ramadan. I don't what Happy Holiday, whatever holiday you're celebrating. Good call. You know, not just you know, I'll just leave out the Merry Christmas. Like Happy Holidays to you and your family. I hope you get to spend some quality time with your family. If you don't like your family, I hope you get to spend some quiet time by yourself. I, you know, Hey, <laughs> or, or you have a, have a new family that you chosen. I don't know. That's, that's perfect. Well, what <laughs> great sentiment for the status <laughs> off for the holiday season. Well, I mean, well, I know some people, they have, no, you're right. Weird you're right. Family dynamics, you know, and it's you're just, right. You know, that's perfect. And you still want those people to have a very nice. Right. I want them to have a great time. You know, I want them to perfect. have a nice holiday season and, Love it. you know, do, do whatever makes you happy. As long as it's not hurting other people. Don't be a dick. Caveat. Yeah, don't be a dick. That was right. Walt's other famous. <laughs> All right. That Walt. I'm Tom. We'll see you later. <laughs>